Welcome to the Degrassi Book Club. Two inebriated bibliophiles discuss the teen drama that is the Degrassi Junior High book series. Brought to you by the Degrassi AV Club. Hey everybody, uh, welcome back. We've got another Degrassi AV Club book club. I'm Allison, here with Jason. Hello, I am Jason. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> hey, book club. Yay, book club. Snake. Yay, book club second attempt. Yeah, one of the least boring books in the series so far, though. <laughs> right, hopefully without <laughs> any more critical errors. Oh my god, yep, that's true. We gave us yep. almost a week in between, so we yeah. recorded this last Sunday, and uh, both our computers were being assholes. I think our theme should be, like, technical errors. I think so, too. I yeah. mean, it's um, it's just kind of how it goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. Yeah. I liked this book, though. It was I did, good too. Book. It was yeah. not what I was expecting, and um, I'm thankful for that, and it was good. I like it. Is, is it your favorite Susan Nielsen book or not? I'm trying to think of what other... I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Right. I think it is. How about for you? No. <laughs> Which is your favorite? Um, I can't think of her books off the top of my head, but I didn't like this one, but I inherently don't like the way old school Degrassi handles gay. Oh, yeah. It's pretty rough. But this one, I... Um, nodded off the least during <laughs> oh I, yeah oh yes i did actually read along with it pretty well yeah i didn't nod off once so i'm gonna take that <laughs> as a win <laughs> excellent yeah, so. and you read this pre-quarantine so that's pretty exciting it's true i did read it pre-quarantine yeah um, yeah so oh, for a time frame should we tell people where we're at right now um oh well i think we just we're, did yeah we're on self-isolation home self-isolation lockdowns. Yep. For me, it is what day one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I've been going to work every day. Um, For me, it's like day four hundred and seventy-three. I was going to say, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rude. And yeah. everyone's like, "How are you adjusting?" I was like, "Well, this is what I do, and then I don't work with humans, and so I I see maybe two humans a week, and then when I'm doing well in the background, there's a very big thing happening." but we'll get there. Um, so I'm doing that, but that's still just me and my boyfriend in a warehouse and then at home doing office stuff. So it hasn't really changed. I think this is day six of quarantine for most people. Yeah. I straight up feel walking dead here discussing this like this. What do you want to say? <laughs> I want to say, um, welcome to my world, all y'all who are like, so I live with my work with my at-home partner and there are like, Let's circle back to this type of person. I was like, yeah, welcome. <laughs> I mean, I really have no problem with the idea of staying home for weeks. Yeah. Um, at all. I want a silent quarantine. That's my goal. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. George. Where's your book from? Um, this book is from the good old book exchange in Nanaimo, BC at Terminal oh. Park Mall. Yeah, it's just got a little stamp in there, and that's all yeah. it says. But I don't think anybody read it before me. Okay. Yeah, which is nice. I always like that. You like you like a fresh spine. I do. <laughs> I'm freaking out. I'm reading Maya right now, and some asshole cracked the spine, and I can't stand it. On that topic, where's my book from? Where? Mandy Atmall. Oh, Mandy. If Who anybody knows, I don't know. Mandy Atmall. I opened up Maya, started reading it. And I opened the front cover and I almost fell over and I had to text Jason immediately because my Maya is from Mandy Atmall and you have multiple Mandy Atmall books. 
She's a mystery. <laughs> we have four in total, I think, is what I, it at or three. I'm not sure. Yeah. But like we we bought them both from the same sources, but it's just crazy that it's who are you, Mandy? Who are you, Mandy? I can't find your name anywhere, and I have looked. <laughs> Says Mandy with an eye. <sighs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have to publish. We're or sorry, publish. <laughs> we have to publish on the Instagram because I'm an Instagram curator influencer. Oh my um, God. I want to put her signature up so that someone can find her. I would love it if somebody found her. Yeah. It's a little hard to tell what the last two letters are in her <laughs> signature. <laughs> it really is. So, we, you know, know, she might be Mandy at Mac. She might be Mandy at May, but we both think it's Mandy at Mall. Yeah. All right. So. You got a back cover for me? Oh, wait. Where's the story arch of this? What's happening? Where, time um, this is like right... I think they're in ninth grade, but this is when Glenn comes to the school um, when they're playing basketball. When is that? I, I think it is ninth grade. It's when they've like stayed back, actually. They mm-hmm. didn't go on to high school, I think. Yeah. And there's the picture of Glenn in the high school hallway or the junior high hallway where he's 35. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <that one. laughs> yes. So. Before he became Alaska. Exactly. <laughs> Snake. What a mess. Snake thought he'd be king of the castle in grade nine. So they're in grade nine. But it hasn't turned out that way. He made the basketball team, but now he may get booted off. The team captain's out to get him. The prettiest girl at Degrassi thinks he's a geek. His marks are falling. And to top it all off, his brother just announced that he's gay. Just when Trumpets. Snake figures, <laughs> it can't get much worse. Things really heat up. Snake wishes there was a magic solution, but this is one mess he'll have to sort out for himself. Oh. I know. This book is um, number 18 in the Degrassi series, <laughs> but I love that it was four ninety five. Yeah, because what we pay for... Well, this one actually... <laughs> this I one, know. unfortunately, did not up value. I have, I, I'm looking at three of them right now. That's hilarious. <laughs> Mine has a price of that says two fifty. Oh <laughs> I'm pretty adorable. sure it's about six dollars on thrift books for it though. So they okay. gouged me. Well but then shipping is fifteen. No shipping is free oh, from no, there. But free. it took a month and a half. So I most likely emailed them and complained and they sent me my money back and then it came three days later. <laughs> so perfect. That's how that goes. Um, <laughs> it's a Susan Nielsen book, so I don't think we need to do about the author again. No, it hasn't changed since the last no. one. I love her. I, I like her, but we just don't need to cover it. No. I'm so sorry. reading that back cover when it says the prettiest girl at Degrassi. Yeah. Did you think it would be someone we knew? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I just assumed it would be Spike or Liz. Oh, okay. I agree. Yeah. yeah. All right. Shall I start my book report? I think you definitely should start your book report. Um. So I also have to say is... um. Allison thinks that she bosses me around, which actually I need to be wrangled. I would just like to thank Allison for emailing me the book report rubric for the third time since we started this. (laughs) Well, the minute we started Um, talking about doing book reports, you had immediately sent me a rubric. You had like a whole layout planned. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. We were just talking about possibilities. (laughs) Yeah, I have since lost that digital file and that paper file multiple (laughs) times. So. Bless you. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So I'm going to do my book report. Um, Are you ready? I'm always ready. (laughs) Total lie. (laughs) All right. Book title, A Degrassi Book, 
snake author susan nielsen um main character is archie snake simpson he's a tall ninth grader he's a basketball player and he's in a band but he's currently focusing on basketball the minor characters are glenn snake's older brother and he's wicked gay and he comes out and it's in a jeep and no one likes it and then there's tom who's another character we've never seen on this show, but he's like a jerky basketball team captain, and he's kind of closeted homosexual, or definitely... Kind of? Okay. Sorry. (laughs) That's fine. Jump in. (laughs) I'm okay with that. And then we have Alonso, who's like super sweet. He's really nice to Snake, but then he also gives Snake boners. Yep. Oh, this book, lots of boner conversations. Lots of penis and boners. Lots of it. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get there. <laughs> um, the next mi- minor character is Tamara, who is some skank who's the prettiest girl in Degrassi, and she only dates jocks, but who is she? She's the metal chick from the background. Her hair does not move enough. Tamara's hair specifically moves, and metal chick, her <laughs> hair does not move. So I want to think she's metal chick. We'll discuss that, too. <laughs> And my final um, minor character is Melanie, a wonderful book-loving girl who is definitely Archie Simpson's wife-to-be. Yeah, she's definitely a last but not least. Well, I mean, he does well later on Endgame with Spike, but I would have really preferred to see him with Melanie. Oh, it makes the most sense. Oh, all right. So my summary, Glenn is Snake's wicked gay older brother. And he comes out, and then Snake thinks that gay is catchy, and then Tom's a jerk, and he teases Alonzo, and luckily there's no zit remedy. And then there's some girl, and her name's Tamara, and she's real pretty. She's got, she's got boobs. She's wicked pretty, and she has breasts. Yeah. All right, so my, my favorite part mm-hmm. is the Melanie Snake romance. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah, it is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to do my favorite paragraph right now. Okay. Tell me what it is. I don't know what it is. Oh, we didn't decide. Yeah. <laughs> I have to give a shout out to Dave in Boston, too. Okay. All right. So are you ready for my favorite quote? I am. All right. So it's on page 43. And Snake has pulled out the dictionary because he wants to learn about homosexuality. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, the 80s and 90s. You kids have no idea. <laughs> Can I just tell you how this hit home? Because I am also at this era. This book came out oh, yeah. in one. This is literally my, like, double life girlfriend, high school boyfriend era. Oh, my God. All right. Page 43. Snake snuck into his dad's study and scanned the books that filled the shelf after shelf, hoping to find some answers. But there were no books about homosexuality. Why would there be? As a last (laughs) resort, he pulled out the big dictionary on the bottom shelf and looked under H, homosexual, a person who is sexually attracted to those of the same sex. That was it. (laughs) Nothing else, no clues to help him understand it better. That's crazy. As he scanned the page, his guys, his eyes had rested on another word a few lines above, <laughs> homosexual. Homophobia, fear of homosexuality. 
Did that mean he had homophobia? Snake had flipped the P in the dictionary. Phobia, an irrational and morbid fear of hatred. Or hatred. Whatever. I've already been drinking. Um, <laughs> but did he really need to look up phobia, too? Like, I, this well, is disturbing. I, but as like, a person who did look in the encyclopedia and dictionaries, because we did not have the interweb. Um, oh, no. Look it up. Yeah. That's what my mom always said. Yeah. And so I understand his little path. Um, so oh. That was my favorite paragraph. Um, oh, that's a sad little paragraph. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no, it was. There's, it is very like um, lifetime movie gay era, and things have progressed. And that was Snake. <laughs> that was Snake. Well, last time you only got an A, but this time you're getting an A plus. Thank you. I don't think because I... I think you forgot some stuff last time. I think I forgot stuff this time because I I I was already not prepared last time, and it's been a week, and then we've had like a national quarantine, and so um I I, I am determined to quarantine this out, but I've just forgotten the book a little bit. Yay. I totally have, yeah. and we also weren't expecting to do this till about twenty minutes ago. So I know we're Yay. yeah. We're on the fly. Who are we? Luckily, I found my notes that I threw across the office on the floor and forgot about. (laughs) I just, um, well, you saw my notes, so. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) They're pretty great. So we're just going to jump into things we didn't know, right? I guess, yeah. You're first. Okay, so on page 13, his mom called him sensitive. Archie's always been the sensitive one, she'd say. Boy, how Snake (laughs) hated that word. Don't call me that, he snapped at her the last time she said it. But Archie, it's a compliment. There's nothing wrong with being sensitive. Right. Easy for his mother to say. At least his mom had the common sense not to call him the sensitive one when his friends were around. The worst of it was he knew his mom was right. When he was growing up, Snake had never joined the rough games the guys played, preferring to read or play with the girls. He couldn't stand seeing cruelty of any kind. Oh, Snake. <laughs> oh, that yeah. makes me happy. It does warm my heart. It does warm my heart. You oh. know what else warms my heart? <laughs> Your breasts. <laughs> Tamara's boobs. <laughs> so much breasts. So much breasts. So, but like the literal use of the word breasts. Yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah. um. There's there's lots of words. So. Yeah. On page 18, Snake Snake watched Tamara as she continued toward the exit. She had long, naturally curly, brownish blonde hair that bounced lightly against her back as she walked. Today she was wearing a pair of jeans and a sweater. I know, she's not the metalhead. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) The hair bounced. I know. The jeans were tucked into a pair of black cowboy boots, and metal chicks never wore those. Snake had her face etched into his memory, high cheekbones, clear white skin, Dark brown eyes and an upturned nose. Unlike Melanie, Tamara had developed. And how? She had curves in all the right places, and her breasts actually swayed when she walked. Unlike Melanie, Tamara was drop-dead gorgeous. Rude. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how sensitive he is with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, swaying breasts. No, that's Michelle's thing, and it's not good. Okay. All right. So we're okay. That's it. Just sounds uncomfortable, and maybe doesn't look so great as well. Maybe I'm a misogynist mansplainer, but no. I've never. When anyone said, "Oh, you look really great. Everything's swaying really well today," I've never felt good about myself. No, it's not. Okay. It's not something aspired to. It's just not. Okay, that's good to know. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of aspirations, so in the Mel- was it in the Melanie book we find out that Snake's mom has some psych issues? I don't remember. No, don't you remember his mom sometimes uh, like yeah, she takes meds. meds. Yeah. So we mm. never hear about this in the book. No, we don't. But we hear about yeah. a lot of meatloaf and stuff. But go on. <laughs> There's like three meatloafs in this book. Why is there so much meatloaf in this book? <laughs> like, there's no. Is there any fingering of Shag? Um, there's Shag, but no fingering. Perfect. <laughs> Susan's off her game. She went from fingering to meatloaf. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Metaphors. Exactly. I hear about it. When we're done with this, I'm going to ask. <laughs> All right. So we find out what um, Snake's parents actually do. Mm -hmm. Um, So page 31. Usually their family dinners were full of discussion. His parents loved to ask him about what he was studying in each class, especially in math and English. His dad was a math professor at the University of Toronto, and his mom was a literary agent. So it was no fluke that math and English were Snake's best subjects. His dad taught Snake that math was a language, just like English or French, and his mom was constantly bringing home books for him to read. That's adorable. I, I love it. I do yeah. too. That makes a lot of sense. It does, because it leads right into one of my favorite things to find in any of the Degrassi books. Um, page 40. Wow, it is really lining up, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it's we just happening. We did not plan this. No. <laughs> Close to his desk and taking up more space than anything else in the room were his bookshelves. They were filled with everything from old Hardy Boys mysteries to school textbooks to Shakespeare. He loved reading almost as much as he loved basketball. Sometimes on Sunday mornings, his mom would finally come upstairs to wake him for brunch close to noon, only to discover him propped up in bed reading. Other teenagers slept in on Sunday mornings, she teased him, but Snake knew she loved seeing him read. Okay, bitch. What? Can you imagine if you lived in a household where your mom, A, woke you up for brunch, and B, was stoked that you were reading a book before noon, just in bed lounging? Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to call you bitch, but apparently I was not... I was not raised in that sort of household where you got brunch at noon. I clearly was not either. Um, Nobody ever cooked me breakfast. (laughs) Snap, crackle, pop with lots of sugar in it was my way. (laughs) So much that there was like a a, like a sugar like syrup at the bottom. Yeah, because we weren't allowed to have sugar. So what did I do? I would crack it open and just literally take like three scoops full of sugar in there. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't care. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to have sugar, but nobody was controlling it. So, <laughs> no self control. It's been, it's, we've never through any one point in our life. <laughs> no, I did not learn self control from an early age, and I still have not learned self control. It's fine. <laughs> well, um, we find out some more about the parents as well. Mm-hmm. And on page 60, um, the dad leans down and he squeezed her shoulder. I love you, Mavis, Snake heard him murmur in her ear. His mom's name is Mavis. Oh, it's very cute. I like it. I do. It's cute. I just, it's weird that they don't really name the parents much, and they still then never bothered to name his dad. Wait, okay, so, so <laughs> is it wrong that I just assumed it was Glenn Sr.? Oh, that actually seems pretty legit. I think so, but I also get him mixed up. Like, in my mind, it's also 
Shane's dad, so they're both pastors too. Oh God. <laughs> no, he's a math teacher. <laughs> he teaches math. You guys read about it. <laughs> I literally have a post-it that says snake, snake, snake in front of me. <laughs> That's hilarious. Now you've jinxed me. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. It is That's catchy. Okay. All right. So I'm up on page 65. You sure are. Do you remember the 90s when they said like one in 10? Like they had like the don't panic t-shirts and it was like one in 10. I remember I'll be back in two and two, like on the love connection. Oh, so much better. <laughs> Can we super digress and talk about the love game show serial killer podcast that's coming out? I can't wait to hear that. I was ecstatic when I found that in the middle of the night. I was like, this is going to oh, be awesome. Amazing. Yeah. That's so fucked Our- up. And that was love connection. Oh no, it was yeah. a dating game. Was it? I don't mm-hmm. remember. I thought it was Love Connection, but all right. So page 65. Here we go. One in 10. The figure ran through his head over and over again. At least one in 10. He had read it somewhere or heard it on TV. At least one in 10 youths are gay. Was he part of that 10%? If he was, what did it mean? He couldn't ask anyone. It wasn't the kind of thing you talked about. This one hit home with me because I just remember that statistic. And anytime I was around like more than 10 people, I'd be like, who's the other one? Like, <laughs> that was my thing. But so. Oh, that's kind of sad. Yeah, it it's really sad. It yeah. was, but this is such an era. It is. Um, but I remember um, I had a lesbian friend. I remember her saying, she's like, so I was in art class today. I was like, oh, how'd it go? And she's like, well, I was looking for the other lesbian because there were 10 of us and it's one in 10. And then I realized it was me. Aww. Probably was another one. I know, but the poor girl ended up at art school to end up with no lesbians. That's not, that's not even possible. I don't <laughs> like, know. I feel like if you went to art school in the early 90s, it was like one in three. The statistics right. got a lot slimmer. It's like, yeah, well, because, yeah, it would have been 92 at this point or something. So. Yeah. Hopefully it went better for her. I hope so, too. I don't even know her, but I'm feeling for her. Can I just tell you another fucked up story? Please do. So we were, we, I knew her when I was like 18 and sneaking into bars. Mm-hmm. And her dad divorced her mom and was gay. And I used to see him at the Ramrod. Oh, okay. 100%. <laughs> no, oh, we're not done. The name. <laughs> oh, that's where I worked when I was 19. Oh my God. Okay. It's so not done. But so I met her dad and I went to their dad's, her dad divorced the mom and had, um, was gay and came out and they were like super buff, like mustachio Tom of Finland dudes. Mm -hmm. And they had like a gym in the house with Tom of Finland posters. And then I went to the Ramrod one night and I was hanging out with friends I knew and the dads were there and they knew me. And they were nice. Like, they were like, okay, you're young and gay and you need a place to hide. And um, someone that I knew was like, oh, you know them? Yeah, they're super into three ways. <laughs> Which is totally fine. I have no issue with that. At, at any yeah, but problem it's with your that. friend's dad. Yeah. And I was that's like, where oh. that's where it's mm-hmm. not good. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's my friend's dad from high school. Like, yeah. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> Oh, all right. I'm so, stuck on the ramrod. Yeah, the ramrod. Yeah. On that note. <laughs> let's, let's do it back in with some sports. <laughs> yeah. My favorite subject. <laughs> but what we didn't know was that um, Snake was a cross-country skier. Yeah. So Snake, on page 100, 
Snake turned onto a street and glided towards the house. On his front step, he could see a figure talking to his mom. As he got closer, he could see it was a girl. Just then, he turned to glance down the street. Oh, she turned to glance down the street and caught sight of him. Snake, she called out, heading towards him. Hi, Melanie, Snake waved with his ski pole. He realized with a jolt that he was very glad to see her. <laughs> um, so, yeah, in, in town cross-country skiing, Toronto? Just waving seems with legit. my ski pole. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like something that would happen. I, yeah, I, I, if someone is a cross-country skier in the city of Toronto, I want pictures. Yeah, absolutely. I would prefer they were pictures of Snake, but I'd take pictures of anybody skiing, <laughs> cross-country skiing in Toronto. Well, I could see like when there's like a blizzard or something, but it just seems like it's sort of like a Saturday and he went for like, yeah. a, not a jog. What do you call it when you go for a little cross-country ski? I think a little swishing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's only if Alonzo joins you. Gliding. <laughs> Gliding. <laughs> I never understood what could be fun about cross country skiing. I used to ski, but cross country, hell's no. It's very cardio. I think, yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not sounds terrible. Um, well, and this leads us into more sports. Mm -hmm. All right. So apparently, both Snake and Melanie are award winning. Award winning athletes and that one i'm not restarting because they are award women they are award women yeah. for sure oh my gosh <laughs> jinx myself all right page 194 then he saw her he ambled over to where she was standing talking to some friends her hair was down tonight and she was wearing a dress and snake found himself thinking she's pretty she's really pretty oh. i know Broke my heart. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hi, Melanie. Snake, she said, arching her eyebrows in surprise. Congratulations on your swimming award. Congratulations to you, too. Because Snake won MVP. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah, it's really cute. I know. He finally sees how awesome she is, and she's been standing in front of him. Look, three million freaking years, Snake. What the hell's wrong with you? Fucking Tamara Hastings with her titties yes. all in the way. I said I it. I know. That's because they're fucking swinging left and right and up and down all over the place. <laughs> up and down. <laughs> yeah, those girls at Degrassi did not wear bras when they should have been wearing bras. So as, because you were about the same age of this era, right? Yeah. Girls generally wore bras. Like, like, I know like hippie girls didn't, so that isn't we won't talk about your you know your van years i always wore a bra did you always. yeah okay yeah, always it just seems I, I can't get down with that moving and shaking it doesn't no. seem comfortable no it's also alarming to look at and i'm not like an over modest like i'm fine with nudity or whatever i just like comfort like i don't yeah. know yeah, some people can pull it off, but these girls didn't seem to be able to because when you use words like swaying yeah that's know. where the problem ensues. It's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you ready for some quotes? <laughs> I'm definitely ready for some quotes. And um, so we're just going to start right here in a snake's self-image on page 12. So. His what? His self-image. Oh, right, right. Because he, yes. Okay. I forgot. Yeah. Sorry. So he dragged himself out from beneath the covers and shuffled over to his drawers to get a clean pair of underwear and a t-shirt. As he passed the mirror that hung over the bureau, he caught a glimpse of himself and groaned. What a sight. At 14 years old, Snake was already six feet tall. Some guys would think his height was an asset, 
but Snake didn't think so. It would be different if he had the body to go with it. He stared at his scrawny, pale frame and sighed. Freckles covered almost every inch of his skin, and his hair was orange. His mother called it strawberry blonde, but Snake knew orange when he saw it. <laughs> Snake was sure BLT was only half joking when he said Glenn got the only good looks in, oh, all the good looks in the family. The only similarity between the two brothers was their height. Oh boy. So it's, uh, it keeps going on, but I, I think we get the I think is, we get the just the term redheaded stepchild. <laughs> well, I you know, we saw his mom. We we know where yeah. the red hair came from. I know. <laughs> And at this point, I need to make a ginger disclaimer. <laughs> I am not a hater of gingers. It's just low-hanging joke fruit. So that's why I, I picked really it. Is. Yeah. So <laughs> I, in fact, I know a ginger, actually. Oh, I hope you know more than one ginger. <laughs> what the fuck? Why would you know more than one ginger? Calm down. God. Oh, one. boy. All right. Page 16. Oh, this is more book references. Oh yay! All right. So, um, so Snake and Melanie are having a chat. Page sixteen. She was skinny as a toothpick, with long, straight brown hair pulled back in a messy ponytail. Get it together, Melanie. (laughs) (laughs) She has a lot of hair. It's hard to tame that. I wish I had that problem. Me too. (laughs) She wasn't exactly drop dead gorgeous, but Snake thought she had a great smile. Hi, Melanie, he said. How's the swim team going? Great, she replied. The team's really strong this year. You're so modest. Everyone knows you're the best girl they have. He thought he could see her face turn a light shade of pink. What are you reading, she asked, pointing at the book he had shoved into his back pocket. Catcher in the Rye. I love that book. Me too, he said. I read it last year, but I'm reading it again for English class. I wish my life was as exciting as Holden Caulfield. And I love that she smiled exactly, only because I could hear her through braces saying exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Which I, exactly. (laughs) I'm totally a paperback in my back pocket of my jeans person, like if I have an appointment or whatever. And so I loved finding this out about him. Adorable. Yeah. I don't do it anymore, but I used to. Now I just shove it in my purse. I've stopped carrying a purse. Thank God. (laughs) I used to carry a a backpack everywhere. Well, you know, it's funny. um, So talking about carrying a purse, um, there's some really great, great quotes in this book. Oh, there sure are. So uh, (laughs) just visualize me in my purse. Oh. (laughs) You were prancing around out there like some kind of faggot. Oh, this is page 23. Yeah. (laughs) He could feel his face grow hot and he knew he was blushing. Some of the other guys, especially Bob and Marco, Tom's buddies started to laugh. Oh, look, he's blushing, Tom continued. Did I hit too close to home? Lay off, Tom, BLT said. Don't you know who his brother is? So I like that BLT sticks up for Snake. Absolutely. Throughout the book, Snake gets all this ribbing that they think he's gay because he's sticking up for Alonzo, who everyone's calling gay. And there's lots of gay talk. Um, And... It leads to a lot of um, dick talk. Communal showers on page 25. Why don't you just introduce a little bit of the communal showers and what's going on with Alonzo and Snake and and their little friendship. (laughs) So when he got to the communal showers, he chose the furthest one away from Tom, 
and dropped his towel at the last moment. He turned to face the stream of water, keeping his front to the wall. Glancing over his shoulder, Snake could see Tom clearly. He faced forward, making it to a, uh, difficult to avoid looking at his muscular, rippling stomach and his penis. Snake <laughs> stared down at his own penis, then glanced back at Tom's, and then breathed a sigh of relief. At least we were equals in one area of the body. Thanks, Susan. <laughs> so many things happened in that paragraph, and I could not text Allison quickly enough. Because already, like, three pages into this book, I was like, Snake's taking some dick, this book. Like, I'm Oh, like, I was convinced. I got, like, ten pages in, and I was like, oh, this is, like, 13-year-old Alice and Judy Bloom dream. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, he is definitely... So there's a lot of, like, communal showering, touching, and yeah. I would have read this book over and over again. <laughs> and I would have written a book report on it. <laughs> And handed it into my eighth grade teacher. It just no shame from me. <laughs> my fat weighing more than myself in seventh grade than I do now self would have run to join basketball. <laughs> I'm sure. Did you notice on the cover that he's holding a football and not a basketball? Right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hmm. I'm not very sporty, but I do know my difference in sport balls. I would like to give you props for that. I like that a lot. Yeah, just, you know, just throwing it out there. Yeah. All right. So Alonzo is Snake's friend. And he's actually, I like Alonzo. He's a cool character. I do too. I wish we had more of him in the books. Yeah. Um, but on page 47, you're up. Well, actually, page 43 is you. <gasps> you already did 43. Mm -hmm. I knew I was going to oh, trick you with okay. that. <laughs> All right. So I'm okay with going from the shower to this. Yeah. Suddenly, Alonzo grabbed his arm. His grip was surprisingly firm. Snake turned and looked at him. Alonzo's eyes were so dark, they almost looked black. <laughs> he looked down at Alonzo's strong hand, which had relaxed its grip, but still held his arm. All of a sudden, Snake felt unsettled, dizzy. He'd felt this way before, but he couldn't remember where. If you ever needed to talk, Alonzo said. Snake just nodded. Alonzo dropped his arm. See you tomorrow? See you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> that's like chapter out. three <laughs> i know it's <Yeah>. amazing <laughs> i like that susan was trying to push it <laughs> she really i think she was totally pushing it and yeah. i really appreciate it well you know the problem with communal showers hmm. soap yep <laughs> <laughs> so here we go what paragraph am i at no, um, but what page are you on? Uh, page 62. Mm -hmm. Alonzo was a different story. Tom bugged him every time he saw him, but Alonzo always had a good comeback. Mmm, Snake sighed. Since it was just the two of them in the change room. That was wrong. <laughs> the water was still hot, and it felt soothing on his aching muscles. Do you see the soap, Alonzo asked? <laughs> Snake glanced over at him. Alonzo's eyes were closed because shampoo was streaming down his head towards his eyes. Snake bent down to look for the soap. At the same moment, Alonzo bent down. God damn it. Two bottoms. Wouldn't you know it? Of course. Motherfucker. <laughs> he reached out blindly and his hand brushed across Snake's thigh. Snake jumped. He stood up abruptly. Snake, Alonzo asked from his crouching position. You find it? 
Snake didn't answer. He felt dizzy and shaken, like he had that day in the gym. But this time he knew where he'd felt the sensation before. He'd felt it sitting in the movie theater with Melanie last year. She'd brushed her leg against him, and for a moment, he'd felt dizzy. And he'd felt it in bed that night, and he'd dreamt about girls like Tamara slowly dressing in front of him. He felt it when he rubbed himself in the dark. It was a sexual feeling. It's okay, I found it, Alonso said. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh. Um, it's okay. Uh, (laughs) Snake became aware of another feeling. He glanced down to see his penis sticking straight out in front of him. Oh God. Oh God. He rinsed the rest of the soap off himself and as quickly as possible shut off the water. Finished already? Alonzo asked. His eyes finally opened. "Uh Uh-huh. Snake said, keeping his back to Alonzo. As he grabbed his towel and wrapped around the middle, he hurried to his pile of clothes and changed as quickly as possible. Oh my god. This is can, it just Can I just go there for a minute? What for some last minute cramming? Yes. Oh shit. Continue. <laughs> and then I'll come, and then we'll go back. <laughs> he hurried back to his pile of clothes and changed as quickly as possible. As he was pulling on his sneakers, Alonzo approached and stood in front of him, stark naked. Anything wrong? No, no, Snake said too quickly. I just I think I should go study for a history test. Do some last minute cramming. Alonzo seemed to buy it. Good idea. <laughs> Erections, cramming, stark naked. Stark All naked. Of it. Crouching of it. in the bathroom. Crouch oh. height. This was the, <laughs> my favorite book of the series. We haven't even finished the next two and I've already decided. I told you, I love this book. <laughs> yeah. oh, so, so good. I know. All right. I'm not even going to interrupt with my digression earlier. I'm just going to let you continue on page 66. Okay. I don't even know where I'm going with this, so I'm just going to read and see what happens. I don't either. His brother was one of those fags, and maybe he was too. Was it hereditary? Genetic? But there was nobody to talk to. Nobody to answer his questions. Of course there was one person, but Snake couldn't talk to him. For one thing, his parents would kill him. And when Snake thought about Glenn and his new world... He saw blurry, dark, frightening images of men together, embracing, touching, and more. Oh, yes. <laughs> Do you think Glenn's a top or a bottom or versatile? I feel like he's versatile. I feel like Glenn's just ready for it all. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I don't think he's really got any qualms. He's just ready for anything. <laughs> he's ready for anything. He's ready for it all. Uh, well, he's got a boyfriend, mm-hmm. but um, I think on page 83, oh, is this what we're, we're talking about? More breasts. We are talking about more breasts. <laughs> more and more breasts. How did I pull the breasts <laughs> quote again? All I right. don't know. Well, there's so many of them. It's impossible not to. It's true. Yeah. It really is. All right. Page 83. Every time he saw her, his head spun and his body felt weak and he found himself thinking, I'm in love. No boy ever at that age thought that. But (laughs) whatever, Susan. I hope Mm -hmm. it worked out for you in seventh grade like that. It did not. In bed at night, he dreamed about kissing her, about feeling her body, about seeing her naked. In his dreams, his hands caressed her face, her back, her breasts. Oh, those breasts. It took all his strength not to glance down at them when he saw her. Oh, Oh, those breasts. No teenage boy 
ever, ever, ever. Ever. Mm-mm. No. Ever. <laughs> no. It's all sorts of wrong. Has Susan met a child? <laughs> I just, I, I mean, who even said breasts at this point in time? It was all just like boobs. This tits, is like ninety-one. Like Porky's has been out. Like it's Kentucky not Fried Movie has been out. Like Hard Bodies, all of them. Oh my god, Hard Bodies! Shut your face. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> oh my god. Page ninety-seven. Um, it was a shirt. A long-sleeved white cotton dress shirt. Snake looked at the label, Roots, and he knew it wasn't just any white shirt, but a pricey one. It was brushed cotton and the kind of shirt that felt smooth and soft next to his skin. (laughs) Stuck on that one? (laughs) Just the way Snake liked his shirts. It's a lot of S's for me to say. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a lot of S's for anybody to say. But when you speak in parcel tongue, it's a problem. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) at this point. I think that that is just the language of this podcast, is parcel tongue. Did you ever wear roots? No, I... I honestly would see like roots bags for years. And until I actually went to Canada, I didn't realize that it was like Canadian Abercrombie. Yeah. Like, I like, they, they do have cute stuff. I won't deny that. But totally. I just never was aware of it as a brand ever. Yeah. Like for a while, I was June. like, is it like Canadian Whole Foods? I don't understand. But well, yeah. Why is it called roots and why is it got a beaver? I don't know. It's a cute logo. I love, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you know what I almost said? Huh? I love a beaver. Oh. <laughs> Don't, fun fact. But speaking of beavers, <laughs> on page 110, I am not, set, this is not, I'm not prepping for this, but wow. I know, it's just working out for you. Snake climbed the stairs. Ever since her phone call, he'd had Tamara Hastings on the brain 24 hours a day. Just last night, he tried to imagine her room. He pictured muted, soft shades of rose, <laughs> tasteful floral wallpaper, a thick white carpet. So Tamara Hastings is the girl that dates anyone who's on a sports team, anyone which is that fine. Moves. But and what? Anyone that moves, really. She, she's dated what three dudes in this book, and we're on page yeah. one, which is okay. I'm not shaming her, but I just don't think that you should visualize her room. Not have like it's just not going to look like this. <laughs> you don't think Prince of Flowers and kittens on the wall and a dresser with small bottles of jars of mysterious sweet smelling things placed in orderly fashion on top would be her room? No. Her bed, he imagined, was a large canopy bed with gauzy layers of fabric hanging around it like a tent. In his vision, he could see Tamara lying on her bed behind all the gauze, naked. Oh boy. <laughs> it's um her room's yeah. weird. He pushed the door open and switched on the light. Oh. Well, oh. It- <laughs> oh, period. It's own paragraph. <laughs> well, it wasn't exactly what he'd imagined. The only image that fit was the carpet. A thick white shag. Shocker. <laughs> oh. There were no prints of flowers or kittens. Instead, posters of Motley Crue, Aerosmith, and young male actors adorned the wall. Uh, on the red wall, she'd created enormous collage of female models. Faces, torsos, hair, breasts, bums. Legs and slender top bodies leaped out at him. Some of the faces and bodies were circled in bright blue marker with notes written beside them. Work towards a bod like that, one note read, and another, to have legs like hers. 
Her bed was just an ordinary bed with a big red duvet. There were lots of jars and bottles of perfume and makeup on her dresser. But seen up close, they didn't look so mysterious. Oh. She had oh a boy. vision board. She sure did. It wasn't very healthy, but she had one. No. <laughs> very unhealthy, but very true to the time. Yes. 100%. I yeah. can see the headbands and the really, like, the blush and the eyeshadows. And yeah, you could see. She it. probably had one of those perfumes that had, like, the old fashioned little ball hanging off of it, you know, that you would. Oh, I love that. Yeah. No, that's the atomizer. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Yep. <laughs> oh, you sashay into this room to tell me that? <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, that was offensive. Wait, what did you? No, I didn't think to who. <laughs> I, I'm the only one that has the right to be offended by that. So fuck you okay. all. Um, Good. Anyway, um, so page one thirteen. Maybe we should. I shouldn't yell "fuck you all" to the listeners. <laughs> Just thought. It's okay. <laughs> all right. We're, we're in COVID zone. <laughs> Day six. Everything goes in quarantine. <laughs> all right. So on page one thirteen. Um, Snake is at this party at Tamara's house and um, Tamara is back with Tom at this point but Tom has gotten into a fight with Tamara or whoever caused it I don't know who cares yeah <laughs> yeah he's kind of annoying and so so Snake is standing there watching them fight she glared at him impatiently tapping her foot after a few minutes she suddenly turned from him while she was still in mid-sentence and stormed away Tom stood where he was, his mouth half open. His eyes darted around the room, and Snake quickly looked away, not wanting to, him to know that he'd been watching. Snake, hi. Snake turned around to see Tamara standing behind him. She smiled up at him, her eyes sparkling. Could this be the same girl who moments ago had just been fighting with Tom? Sit yes, because girls be like that. <laughs> <Sit> <laughs> Hi, good party, he replied. I'm so glad you came, she said. Have you been here long? Oh, about three hours. Oh, that's just like the saddest comment ever. That was just sad. Dreaming for you for hours, looking she for you. Is awful. <laughs> like she oh. invited him specifically, like she went out of her way to call him and invite him. And then three hours later is like, Oh, you're still here? <laughs> like I didn't see yeah. you. Well, yeah. she's a tease, and she knows what's we, what she's doing, she's, as we see on page 116. Yep. So, she didn't turn on the overhead light, but she moved to her bed and switched on a small lamp beside her bed, and then sat down. Snake's body cast a long shadow on the wall as he edged toward her. He sat down beside her on the bed. What if someone comes in, he said in a whisper. They can't. I have a lock <laughs> on my door. First off, dick move, because all... Come, <laughs> jackets are in there. Yes, <laughs> yeah. oh. I, I like that. She yes, because she moves the she's jackets just, away. Yeah, she's like I'm holding them hostage. Yeah, everybody will know what we're doing in here. His heart was pounding, and he could feel a layer of icy, clammy sweat starting to form on his skin. This was it. This was his big moment. He was going to make out with Tamara Hastings. At the very least, he could do some serious kissing, maybe even with tongues, and maybe. Just maybe he'd get to caress. Breath. Oh my caress. It's <laughs> crazy. It continues on the 118, sadly. Yeah. Um, no, he said suddenly, grasping her hand and pulling her back down. She smiled. Slowly he edged towards her and closed his eyes. Then he kissed her. But he missed her lips, kissing her nose instead. She giggled a little further down. 
Sorry, sorry, he whispered, opening his eyes long enough to search out her mouth. Then he really kissed her. He started with a peck on his lips, then he kissed her for real. But instead of reveling in her lips and her mouth, his mind drifted to his right arm. It was killing him. (laughs) (laughs) It was trapped under her torso, slowly going numb. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's just a disastrous makeout, the poor kids. It's yeah, it just gets yeah. worse too, which is I think we just skip right over it. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got another one on one e two where they're kissing again. Then oh, they that's of kissing. course why we have it on this page. One e two. It actually just happened that it was on one e two, so it just made it so I had to read it. They were kissing, hot and passionate kissing. It went on and on, and their breathing got heavy. And Tamara moaned softly. Finally, Snake broke away to look at her to caress her face and see her smile but the face staring back at him was alonzo's <laughs> don't stop said alonzo it feels great his hand started to edge towards snake's groin he pulled snake's face towards him and they started to kiss again and it still felt good as good as it had with tamara he started to move his hand towards alonzo's <sighs> groin when suddenly alonzo slapped his hand away but when snake looked up alonzo was gone and he found himself staring right at tom <gasps> oh snake's dreams are um well complicated <laughs> yes <laughs> there's a head switching people um yeah. there's a lot of dick and a lot then of dick. on page 126 there's more dick yeah <laughs> what are you staring at an angry voice said snake snapped out of his trance to see that he'd been gazing at the body that stood under the next shower Tom's body. Nothing, Snake mumbled, turning away. You were staring at my dick, weren't you? (laughs) The noise level in the shower suddenly dropped. A few of the guys looked their way. What's your problem, Snake asked. What's your problem, Tom echoed. Snake shook his head. Screw off, he mumbled. Oh yeah, I bet you'd like to screw me, Tom shot back. (laughs) Does it ever worry you that your brain is the size of a pea? Alonzo piped up with his hands on his hips. Oh boy! Just Shut up, fag! Oh. I, I love that you were trying not to read over that. I was trying to not read that. It's, just in these books, like, like the arguments are so very like young comebacks, and like Snake thinks Alonzo's like really good at comebacks and stuff, which is gay survival. Like comebacks are a thing. Of course and, they are. And so I'm just like Alonzo, you need to step your game up. Well, Alonzo just knows that Tom's not going to do shit because he'll get kicked off the team. That is true. He's very worried about being captain. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, my gosh. Are we at our last quote? We're at the last quote. And, wow. you know, it's anticlimactic compared to the rest, but still pertinent. Do you so... want me to yell what you're staring at my dick for him more in the middle of it? Would that help? <laughs> Probably. Okay. <laughs> so Snake spends the weekend at his brother Glenn's house because oh. he really misses him and Clearly, he's questioning his own sexuality. Um, but Glenn doesn't really want... Uh, Glenn keeps Greg away for a day, his his man friend. Yeah. And now Greg is there. So the three of them ate breakfast in silence. Usually, Snake loved bacon and eggs. But today, they're stuck in his throat. Ugh. His mind was racing. He tried to size up Greg with sidelong glances as he finished the eggs. Greg didn't look gay. He didn't lisp Rude. or wiggle his bum when he walked. He looked so normal. 
Like, that is so rude. Um, I didn't know that all gay men wiggled their bums. I, I, yeah, that is a stretch, but the lisping is pretty accurate. But another thing about Greg, mm-hmm. yes, he's a ginger. He is a ginger. Yeah. Which, and you know. he's a reader. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, Glenn and Archie shared a room together for a long time. <laughs> wow. I know. You brought it there. I was the only one I'm willing to vocalize. <laughs> oh, my God. You took it home. I knew where you were going. <laughs> true. True. I know. Oh, my gosh. Right. What a fun book. I liked it. I know. I really yeah. liked that one. It just had a lot more. Um, to me, it was like more realistic issues in the other ones you know well, like it's funny because like the homophobic terms and stuff like that like i think people are upset by the, those sort of things but i think it's very high school accurate it's also very true to those times yes, you know 100%. i don't know if it's high school accurate now no 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 but yeah high school accurate in the early 90s for yeah. sure yeah 100 so, i agree yeah yeah do you think alonzo was gay <laughs> of course he was I just love that Snake's questioning. Do you? Th- how much bigger than um, Tom's dick do you think Snake's was? <laughs> well, I'm well, not going to say anything with that meme that's going around right now. What's that one? Man with the Pringles. Oh. <laughs> did, you know around did you know he's dead? I know. I felt bad for that. Yeah. I did too, but I don't understand why he's everywhere. Like it, I'm confused by it. I didn't understand it either, but we're we're really digressing. And so we're gonna bring Not it. really. We're talking about dicks. That's true. <laughs> I was trying to reel it in. <laughs> All right, on that note, what's our next book? Uh Maya. That's awesome. Oh, she's a ray of sunshine, that one. I, well, because you you've actually read ahead on it, huh? I know. I'm almost done. Really? Yeah. Oh God, I have to catch up. It's you can read it in an hour. It's going to take me four. <laughs> Perfect. All right. <laughs> you read a lot faster than I do. All right. Well, we'll be catching back up in an hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, was was that Degrassi Book Club? That was Degrassi Book Club. That was really fun. I had super fun. I yeah, I liked that one a lot. It was good. It was much better on take five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. This has been Degrassi Book Club. I'm Jason. And I'm Allison. Uh, wait, hey, wait. What? Where the hell was Carlos? Uh, it's not morning. Oh. Mm-hmm. He, oh. It's, it's four in the afternoon for me. He's he's all morning. He's just an asshole letting you know he's here. He starts at about 4 a.m., by the way. Oh, I'm glad it took me a year yeah. to realize this. Okay. Yeah, all well, right. We've never done this in the afternoon before. Thanks for joining Degrassi Book Club. I'm Jason. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Join us next time as we discuss the next volume in the series, Maya.